Stephen. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> what's wrong with it? It's a lo- it's a, that's my banana shake. Describe what's in it. There's a banana. Okay. Milk. Yep. An egg. Yep. And honey. Yep. And it's a nutritious little meal replacement. I it's often a, have that for breakfast. It's a bloody big meal. Yeah, it's a, it's like about. How much milk is in there? Oh, it's only about like a cup full of milk. Is it low fat milk? It's light milk, yeah. That's a not n- the skim milk. That's another not the no full, for me. Not the, not the full cream milk. Well, not the skim milk, the light milk. When in the we're middle. at uh, La Supermarket, whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> um, uh, in, in, in Barcelona, you know, because we're an Airbnb, so we're just, you know, feeding ourselves, get some cornflakes, go to the milk aisle. You know, I picked up a milk and it went extra crema. I went, yes. <laughs> That's what I want. I want, I want full fat. I want extra yeah. fat. You know, full cream milk. Has only got four percent fat. Exactly. Yeah, it's not bad. Like skim milk has got like point one percent fat, and light milk has got like two percent fat. So I'm thinking it's not like you're eating something that's massive amount of fat in it. No, it's just yeah. another one of those G ups. It's really just about you know like I love choices. Here, here's my thing. I go like, if I'm making a bowl of Weetbix in the morning and I'm trying to be good. Yeah. I'm not going to switch to light milk. I'm just going to have less milk. Like yeah. that's actually I have less Weetbix and less milk. I'm just yeah. going to be better. At manage because often you get to like you get to the end of the wheat bix and there's a heap of milk then you drink the milk. Well, yeah. actually, what I need to do is be better, more efficient with the milk. So, so there's I'm not none using left. Yes, yeah. there's none left. With uh, I know a lot of people have uh, you know I drink coffee right, so a lot of people have uh, I'll have a skinny latte. Yeah, and I'm thinking, what's how the, much what's, is that going to make the a difference? Point? To like your life? I have just have a normal milk. I have full cruel cream milk. So I don't know. Every little bit counts, I suppose, but. I've I've never been at home. I drink light milk. I don't yeah. drink full cream milk. We're just close enough to full cream milk. Like skim milk, it's like, it's like water, water with, it's, with it's, white yeah, colouring. It's it's terrible. Yeah. So I prefer the light, which is sort of not quite full cream, but not quite as watery as the other one. So it's a good middle ground. Yeah, I'm too picky to. <laughs> so you full cream or nothing? Full yeah, cream, yeah. mate. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, mate, I, I literally have it for breakfast. That's that's it. You don't have the well, the only other time I have milk is when I make tea. Or when I have a smoothie, or when yeah. I have cereal, or maybe put it in the, in, the, in uh, my porridge. I make porridge for breakfast sometimes. Okay. So you put the how do you? The oats. you oh, I put the oats in a bowl. How do I? I do you fill, I no, eat wheat mix? No. Okay, okay, of course you do it. I put the oats in a bowl. Yeah. Fill it up, cover it with milk. Okay. Mix it, microwave for a minute. Yeah. Mix it again, microwave for thirty-five sec, forty-five seconds, and then put a bit of extra milk in it to thicken it up again. And then uh, a bit of an, an extra or a sugar a teaspoon of sugar or extra sweetener. There's your porridge recipe, mate. Takes two Which minutes. Which I'll never need. Takes two minutes. In the, <clears throat> you don't need porridge. No. Takes two minutes in the microwave. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's not. Um, what was it? Uh, not two minute noodles. It's um, under two minute porridge. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful though. If you leave it the second go around in the microwave. Yeah. You got to watch it because it can sometimes bubble up over the top of the plate, which I've done a couple of times. Get a bigger plate. Well, even it still can come across. Like I don't know how tall your your bowls are, but it can still sort of Put bubble less over in. the top. Yeah, well, you, it's the zone you got to find. That's what you got to look at. <laughs> you got to find the zone. <laughs> Speaking of zones, where are you building your ark? Uh, yeah, it's been the front yard. I think where I got room, mate. Honestly, so much rain. Unbelievable! And you've been away for it all. Yeah, no, I've missed so it all. None of, none of your kids would have played <coughs> baseball at all week. No, I said to the kids this morning, I said, "Listen, you're not playing baseball this weekend." I can tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, they call grounds after after it just rain on a Friday afternoon. It's been yeah. raining for two weeks. Yeah. My grass, I mowed it two days before I left. Yeah, it's like it's fifteen centimeters long. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's uh, crazy. Even golf, mate. Golf's out too. I haven't played for this will be the second week I haven't played golf. Oh, you okay, yeah. dear? Oh, I'm struggling a bit. It's like honestly, yeah. it's it's amazing to watch from afar. Okay. Yeah. Um, because there's no English language news services over there, so we were just watching a bit of the Ukraine stuff on the, the Did news. They have CNN but, or anything? Or? No, not not free to air. Oh, right. um, oh, okay. And, and so it was, you know, we were completely disconnected, other than a bit of social media, and you know, just. Seeing uh, Lismore was the one that got me. Where there's like, see, see Brisbane, yeah, with the greatest respect, everyone in Brisbane. Was, we saw all that in 2011, so I kind of knew yeah. what's possible there. Yes. When they said it was going to flood, I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Lismore, like the water is lapping at the roof of the yeah. Shell service station. Uh, crazy, I know. I'm like, yeah, know. if you're in a boat and you can touch the M on the Macca's sign, that's yeah. not good. That's bad. <laughs> you know what surprised that's me remarkable. too? That's remarkable. The um. Not only just the sheer depth of the water, but also people were being rescued from the roof of their house. Yeah. And I got to thinking, they should have, for future future floods, yeah. if if it happens, yeah. a life rescue little deflatable, inflatable life raft on the roof. Do you reckon? So in case of an emergency, if it's flooding and they've got to get to the roof, they can just inflate this thing and float away. They could, they're not going to be overcome with the water. Okay, here's the problem. Yeah. I don't think you want to be just floating away. Sometimes that water is going well to a place that could be intense, and if you don't, yeah, but if you don't you know how to be, control a rowboat, I'd rather be sitting on a roof than floating yeah, away. Yeah, but say the event where roof gets completely covered, okay, and well, you're floating around not, with nothing or in a boat, I'd rather be in a boat. <sighs> I'll be honest with you, I'd rather yeah. be on the top of a hill, yeah. uh, higher ground, not in an area, higher yeah. ground. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely, and you've seen now that the the waters have receded. Just the utter devastation, like and, muddy and water. And also the force of water. Have you seen all these oh. cars on this one? You're thinking, because oh, you think about water as just being, oh, it just goes up and there it is. But, yeah. but underneath it there and, and the way stuff. it moves, it's yeah. carrying cars and pushing stuff yeah, around. it's crazy. It's super it's dangerous. Crazy. I don't think people really appreciate it. Yeah. And like I saw a picture this morning of you know, a bloke in a boat. <laughs> he was making a joke that he was in the left lane because there was boats coming down the other end of the street <laughs> and stuff. And you know, he drove past a KFC and the KFC was up to the awning of the KFC. And I thought... Everything in there is it's ruined. Gone. It's dead. They've well, got to build a new KFC yeah, now. Exactly. Well, even people's homes. You think about yeah. it, their beds, clothes, their, well, the walls, the ceilings, every, their furniture. The, the Channel Nine God's guy, been... James, I think his name is, that was in Lismore, young bloke. Yeah, I was watching a, him. Yeah, yeah. Seemed to do a really good job. I was just watching on social media, yeah. and he went back to a hotel they were staying in. He said, "We were, this is where we were when they evacuated us at four a at one a.m." And he went back there, you know, after the waters had come down. And the bed, it was just all mud and, like, he's oh. like, this is this was not, not a joke. Wow. But Amanda was saying to me, um, she was watching the press conference, you know, before, as it was all happening. And she said, she feels like they should have just been much clearer and just said, you know what? Get, get out. out. Get the hell out. Yeah. Rather than just being, oh, it's going to be bad and we recommend, like, just get yeah. out. Yeah. Well, better safe than sorry, eh? Like if you, what about this? If it, your house doesn't flood, that's a bonus. It's been deleted apparently, and I I believe it was a genuine, um, but I was just sent a copy of a tweet by Sally McManus, who was, I think, the head of the ACTU, mm-hmm. the unions. Oh, she's the one who said, turn the taps on? Is that the one? Yes! Yeah, yeah. That was Hadley was talking about this morning. What the hell? No, let's everyone just turn our tap on. Because I know, only, she, said, that. she said, this is what she <laughs> tweeted, I know there must be really obvious answer to this, but a question for the hydrologist. When Warragamba Dam is near capacity, why doesn't Sydney Water suspend billing and ask people to turn on all their taps? Take it down a bit before the rain <laughs> Well, the, Look, the, the, in all honesty, the problem there it's right is right up there with why don't we just print some more money? <laughs> the problem with that is that 
okay, let's say everyone in Sydney just went boom, taps full on. Yeah, that's even all more that water, water going to go, go into the system. Yeah, I know. So it's just going <laughs> to double the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stay in your lane, Sally. Every it's it's <laughs> but the, the stay in your lane thing is really critical because it's so yeah. hard for people. People are like, oh, they should be opening the dams early. Blah, blah, blah. Like I was thinking earlier in the week while we we're in bloody Spain, I'm thinking, how are they letting 2011 happen again? Like it was the same problem, right? Well, but the fact is, you think yeah, you it's think- it's an inundation, and, and you know, yeah. you could say over the course of the last three months, we should have been reducing the the level of Warragamba by thirty percent. Did you so, know this yeah. was going to happen two Says months who? ago? Well, no, because you, you got to remember. And if they did, if yeah. they reduced it by thirty yeah. percent, and there was no rain, and then we come to winter and use all the water, and we're down yeah. to twenty percent, we're, we're all going to be whinging. Exactly right. I know you can't win. Do you remember? Cast your mind back. Can't win. That's the critical. Cast thing. your mind back to uh, the early two thousands. Yeah. When Warragamba was dead set on fumes, and they built a desalination plant. Yeah, a couple of Do billion dollars. Do you remember that? They're still paying. Which Morris Yemmer, when he was premier, yes. there's a massive desalination plant yeah, down well here. Yeah, you're flying off, it off over the, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Off there's, the off Cronulla still a, it, it costs more to use, to, to not use, than to use or something like that. It's it's a, <laughs> it's the dumbest contract oh, in the history man. of contracts. Yeah, well, But, yeah, but that just goes to show. You though, know what? The unpredictable nature of Mother Nature. Pardon the pun, but you're damned if you do and you're damned (laughs) if you don't. And the other example of that was I got home last night at 11.20, pouring rain, put my bags just inside the door so they weren't too wet in the house. Uh, Went up, gave the kids a kiss, went went downstairs, had a shower. How about the nurses? Did you give her a kiss too? No, wouldn't want to wake her up. She'd kill me. (laughs) Went downstairs. (laughs) You ate your kids up though. No, no, they were asleep. They, yeah, know, they okay. got nothing. They, they didn't know. They, they were didn't even a kiss. remember this morning. They didn't know they were getting a kiss off the so man. Came down, came downstairs, had a banana because I love bananas, just not banana smoothies, and grabbed a rat test. Opened up the uh, cupboard where we've we've got we've medicine. Four hundred rat tests. Yeah. And I, this is the you know you damned if you do, damned if you don't, and on how things change. Honestly, I reckon, I reckon in our cupboard there'd be seventy rat tests. <laughs> because we've got all the ones the schools have delivered because you don't need to use it, but they're not, they've delivered them anyway. Yeah. I've got all the ones we bought beforehand and all Yeah, that. me too. And yeah. I'm like, it was I only two months ago. Few, yeah. It was only two months ago when it was, oh, the world's coming to an end yeah, and Scott no, Morrison's an asshole. But <laughs> honestly. <laughs> now there's more than you can you can poke a stick at. You know, yeah, well, no, yeah. people, it's just so it's fickle, so this cyc- world, isn't it? It's cyclical, exactly right. Yeah, it's exactly. Fickle and cyclical. But if you just sort of taking the floods into account, yeah, this is the country we live in, right? Where at the moment we're underwater. Yeah. Well, cast I, your mind back. You know where Mum lives. Yeah. Oh yeah. How'd she go? I yeah. rang Mum this morning. Yeah. Said, because I'm home. I rang her. Yeah. She. I said, "Is the creek flooded?" She goes, "No. Well, there's nothing here." Oh right. So normal. That's yeah, how weird yeah, it is. Wow. You know. Yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah. So cast we're underwater mind. now. <clears throat> yep. Let's say a year ago, those same areas are in drought. Yeah. And go back even further. It's on fire. Climate change. You reckon? <laughs> It just seems like the only answer for people to give. I just think it's the... Oh, you know what it is? Climate. It's climate, of course. It's, it's how climate's been. Climates change. and Yeah, I know. Climates change. It's not climate change, but climates tend to change. Yeah. Yeah. Is that... I'm is pretty that, sure everything that's going on in Russia and the Ukraine is doing pretty bad things for the environment. Yeah, I'd say so too. But, uh, um, yeah. but no, it's phenomenal. And, and you just can't... I, honestly, I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like. Yeah. To be in Lismore or anywhere like oh, that. And now you've got the Hawkesbury's going to go up again. Yeah, they're telling people near the Georges River to, to get the hell out that's of there. That's going to go up four metres. This was last week, wasn't it, when we were talking about this? Yeah, when, that's uh, right. happened late last week. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, late last week. Everyone remembers <laughs> that. I think everyone knows we record this on Thursday, don't we? I don't know. 
publishing on Monday? Well, now they know. All right, well, let's talk streaming. Um, oh, mate, I've got a new show for you. Oh, really? Apple TV Plus. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? Severance. Yeah, what's it about? Have you heard about this? I've heard people talk about it. There's yes. a, it's a it's a show where the the, the story is uh, this the characters they work for a company called Lumen. Yep. And the the hook of the show is that when they go to work, they they have a memory implant. So when they're at work, they completely forget who they are on the outside world. So when they're at work, they only know work. And then when they go out, they leave the building, they can only remember their outside life and not work. Sounds so ideal. Yeah. So it's uh, Is that the point of it? It's to, called to, that's to, the, to create work life balance or is it well, more that's sinister? Right. Yeah, well that was sort of the the hook with the, the sort of the appeal was How having many episodes? a perfect we're up to I've watched three, the fourth one's gonna drop on so Friday. So it's a weekly drop? Yeah. Okay. And um it's got uh, oh no one you'd know it else. So I was like um I wouldn't know anyone anyway. What's her name? Patricia Arquette, I think his name is, is in it. And um, another guy that was in um, Step Brothers. You, you see his head, you'll know. He's, you'll know. I'm just trying to remember his name. David, someone. He's uh, he's the main character. And it's really interesting concept about how you would how you would do it and why you would do it. Like the guy, the, you'll find out why the main character decided to do it when yeah. you watch it. But really interesting about, and what happens if you want to resign? Or... You don't suddenly don't want to work there anymore. Like what? What's the oh, yeah, what yeah, happens? Yeah. Okay, and it's weird. It's weirdly sort of set would, in the would have uh, been a good suggestion. I don't know. Thirty six yeah. hours ago, champ. Maybe before I got on a plane. Well, no, you had to watch some movies for our podcast. But anyway. oh, there was one movie. Okay, but um, it's it's sort of set in this like it's not quite modern day. Right. It's you're looking at the computers and stuff. It's 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 like it's almost set in the. In the late eighties, okay. early nineties, sort of, there's just looking at the technology. Yeah. Yet they have smartphones and everything too, and yeah, it's weirdly. I think the the work, the office is sort of set in that fixed period, whereas the outside world is obviously modern day. But right, yeah, it's it's interesting concept. It's it's got my attention. I'm I'm hanging out to watch the fourth episode. Each each uh, each um episode has kind of like a cliffhanger ending. You think, hang on, what's happening here? And and other thing I met, forgot to mention is um, Christopher Walken is in it oh, as well. Wow! And uh, Brad Turturro. Wow. Yeah, he Brad Turturro was in a few good movies. He's in it as well. So not a bad little cast. Did you watch the original Space Force? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Have you watched the second one? No. Any good? The original one was yeah, good, good, not great. Oh, I, I would have just I would have just left it at that. Yeah. Right. Okay. That must have been a contractual thing. They had another season in it. No, I think this goes to our conversation a few weeks ago yeah. about Netflix. Yeah. If this was a TV show, it would have been one series, cancelled. one season. Yeah. <laughs> would have, one season would have done okay, yeah. not cancelled mid, midstream, yeah. not renewed. Right. Whereas this, it's cult enough that it can get an yeah. audience. And, and and decent enough cast too, eh? Like Steve Carell and John Malkovich. Cast. Some good cast. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. I smashed it. I smashed all episodes okay. on the way over. It was good. I don't think I even finished season one, to be honest. I think I got oh, to really? like episode. How many episodes were there? Eight? I feel like Ten? eight. I think yeah. I got through like five and oh, just right. thought, yeah. So, um, are you up to date with Billions? Billions, yes. I updated myself on the I'm, way home I'm last not, week. Uh, I'm, I'm not, uh, not hating a, it. I know, yeah. oh, I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to think how many more episodes are there. Yeah, I, I reckon there's probably only a couple. Yeah, yeah. but it feels like there's been many seven? more. Well, there was like six or seven there. Yeah. I think it was six, actually. It'll be a cliffhanger for season seven. Then. Because there's a couple of things about it. I'm gonna, maybe slight spoilers, but it's it's all yeah. good. But, you know, this Olympic thing's still going on, yeah. right? Yeah, But then there's this this thing between Pence and his offsider. 
Yeah. Where he goes. Prince and his offsider. Like where he talks about moving on and the next thing. Yes. Could talk about his nephew, how he might yes. take over. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? I think here? he's sort of talking down the track, but No, that felt too yeah. planted as a script line. You reckon? Okay. Yes. Very strategic. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for Axe to come back. Well, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> is he going to come feel back? Like, I, I feel like is. the next season is going to be completely different again. Because I feel like this is the – if I'm to guess, I feel like this Mike, this Mike Prince capital thing that exists today yeah. is just this thing he's going to leave to that other nephew dude and then they're gonna, they've got some big thing. You reckon? Yeah, wow. Well. Yeah, I'm enjoying this season. It's not bad at all. I do like how the you know the woman who used to work with Chuck Rhodes is now yeah. working for Prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like it, right? She's so much better working for Mike too. Yeah, but this no, look, we're both men. Yeah, we both love women. The thing okay. here is right. <laughs> the this is about um, this is about uh, wardrobe and yeah. and directing and stuff. Did you like that she episode? Is, she's a very different character working for Chuck oh, Rhodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know the, it's the Even power the way she dresses. Yeah. too. So, yeah. so what they do with her at Mike Prince Capital yes. is the way she walks. She's with, off the leash with yeah. power and yes. stance. She's got this really tall stance. Yes. She walks with power into an office. She's dressed. Spectacularly well. She, well. she was, she was a, like a second Mate. string to to Chuck Rhodes. But did oh, you like that episode? Her eyes the, the, uh, yeah, they're nice. Same. Deadly. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you with me? <laughs> yeah, like she could, she could, she look, could she do could anything a hole with those again. eyes. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I it's like wow. She could have no other. She could be just behind a, yeah, a right. wall. Yeah. And just stare at me, and I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling you. Mate. I'm what feeling. are you doing to me? I'm feeling you. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But, Wendy, um, by the way, also. Yeah, Wendy, she goes all right. But um, I liked that episode where it valued everything they were wearing. That was weird. Yeah, it, it was it, like an episode that stood out on its own for no reason, though. Yeah, I didn't mind it though. It was different, and, and it re- you thought, Jesus, these are big. These are big players. With it, the, they can wear like, hey, what's that? They're wearing a forty-five thousand dollars watch. It gave and, me no context at the end, though. Hmm. Like I yeah. don't know the purpose of it, other than to make some people look. Yeah, like poor. I, I just it literally wanted to monetize what the whole thing was about. I feel like the the plot line that I would write into billions, or the script that I need to hear is, someone needs to call out Chuck for being just, just a spoiler, spoiler. just yeah. to spoil no, no, stuff no, for the no, sake of it. No, yeah. for what's the word? He's a rich kid. Yeah, he's a rich kid that's whinging about rich people. Yeah. It's like, dude. Oh, but he's not in the sort of the level of Axe and Mate, Prince, though. He, he is. He's, in, he's well off, but he's not like a hot billionaire like it, the other blokes. It, it doesn't matter, mate. He's yeah. a. Yeah, well, he's an elite as well. Yeah, he's right. an elitist. Yeah, and if I like, well, maybe if, that's it. Maybe it's just jealousy. He doesn't like those people go, going ahead further than him. But and imagine, that's imagine that's, that's that was his comeuppance was someone yeah. who's genuinely, you know, come from nowhere yeah. and just doing their bit in life. Saying to him, "What are you whinging about billionaires for? Yeah. You're you're just as bad as them." Yeah, true. In, and, in and your Armani suit and your whatever. Do you know what I mean? Your holiday, your country home, and yeah. your yeah. What do they call it? Um, brownstone. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Up. Yep, yep. It's yeah. just it's just. They have um, played down his um his this this season S and M sort of. Uh, oh, yeah, that that part's moved on. But yeah. I feel like in the early seasons, he was a wealthy, the son of a wealthy man, and a wealthy man himself. Yeah. And they've kind of downplayed that this season. Yeah, I think. Well, don't you remember they were going to out him, and um, he just remember he held a press conference and told yeah. everyone what he what he's into. Yeah, and that, that kind of diffused that him. whole storyline's dead. Yeah, now. yeah. It's but but Wendy, she was into it too back then when she was with him. Hello, like what's happened there? She must you don't just drop that overnight, do you? Like what's 
Yeah, but maybe she was only into it because he was. Maybe, maybe she was just maybe. trying to keep her husband well, happy. Okay, but that's pretty loyal if she does that. So surely there'd be some appeal of it for her. I reckon there's an episode there. <laughs> I'm prepared to watch well, her and Her and Michael Prince just maybe get have a bit too much vodka one night. No, maybe she, not Prince. Yeah, well, someone. She might... One of the one of her what subordinates, her and, her and Shaka, whatever. What's her name? <laughs> the lawyer. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much, uh, a little bit too much champagne one night. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen to us. Be, if I hope the producers are listening. What's his name? Brian Koppelman. I hope you're listening, mate. I don't think he is. Yeah, that'd be. Uh, I'd watch that episode. Um, and then I will say one other thing because I've been into my uh, uh, crime and documentary series stuff. I did download a bunch of thing. I think on Netflix it's called I think I Am Killer. Okay. And it's a very different. So I watch a lot of these kind of you know ID Discovery Channel stuff where yep. it's just you know you just it's a murder and they solve it and you find out what happened. Yep. It's very different because and there's like there's a previous season I didn't even know but every episode is about one killer who's either on death row or right. you know in for life, and it starts off basically twenty minutes. It's just that prisoner telling their story. The backstory and stuff, but then they bring in, you know, like a brother or a victim's family or a uh. policeman, and so you start, you spend twenty minutes going, oh, geez, the poor bugger. There's this one I just watched where the bloke was basically um, diagnosed with a mental illness as a child. Yeah. Um, his parents lived in a shack with six other kids, and they were given social services money every month, but they gave all the money to the kids and they gave all the clothes that were given to this kid to the other kids. So this kid was literally just treated like absolutely neglected. Yeah, wow. Um, and you know, then he went on to murder someone, yeah. and and you know, this you're just sitting there going, "This is horrible." And then it's like he got cut to the brother, and he's like, "All that stuff he says that happened actually happened to his brother, happened to another brother, and he's just saying it happened to him." And then oh. there's a, it's just they, yeah, then really? they, they wow. turn you. And this is Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's What's it called? Not, I am killer. I am killer. I'll be honest, it's not a great show. Right, but it's a it's a time waster. Right. It's a if you've literally got forty five yeah. to fill, it's 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 interesting. I haven't seen this show, but I've been recommended it. Uh, the Tinder Swindler apparently is a really good show about the dude who. Yeah, I've not watched it. Yeah, I've heard. Do I've you know heard Oscar right. Piastri mentioned that to me yeah. when I interviewed him? I said, "What are you watching on Netflix?" He goes, "The Tinder Swindler." I said, "Man, that's your generation. It's like <laughs> that's just it's got Tinder in it. It's not my. Yeah. Like, I just can't. I don't know. That I could relate. Yeah. Okay. But it's uh, apparently a universal story of, uh, you know, someone trying to pull a scam. But the other one, too, is the – there's, a I think, a one-off, like a 90-minute doco on the Boeing dramas with – Oh, uh, I watched it on the way yeah, over. good. Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's got, oh, it's got mate. Captain Sully in it, in it eh? Yeah, He's for no apparent reason. Well, I'll be honest. He's an aviation expert. It's, yeah. it's like, seriously, he didn't need to be in it. Right, okay. Honestly – it's just a heavy minute just to put name, him on the billboard. Put, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Honestly, it was but weird. But it's interesting, eh? It's good. It is. Okay, I'll watch it. Mind-blowing. You wow. watch this and you'll go, wow, some yeah, heads. Some massive cover-ups. Needed to roll. Out. Some wow. shit went down. It was not that, good. That's definitely on the list. And, you know, if you're a family of anyone that was, you know, killed in the 737 MAX incidents, oh, you would be watching that going, I mean, obviously they know all this. But I remember because, you know, we're an aviation guy and, and Stig loves his plane. So he would he would always send me the articles about the 737 MAX. And yeah. a couple of the – it's actually – the better part is not Sully. It's the journos that are in it. Right. That actually uncovered uh, all this stuff. Of course, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then the, you know, the – I'll watch it. I'm going to watch that today. 
Mate, the Definitely. other one, the other one too. Um, I didn't mind. Pete Stefanovic did a MH three seventy. Oh, I saw, saw something about it. Yeah, watch it. It's really good. You can watch it on catch. It's up. all about short wave yeah, well, intercepting and yeah, working out a path or something. Out, there were two people. There was what they did a sixty minute story and had this bloke and then another bloke, an Aussie expert, and they were basically saying the same thing that because of this the short wave, they're looking like one hundred and thirty kilometers in the wrong place. So they sort of they found out that he, he, he when he was sort of coming back into the towards the Southern Ocean. He was in a holding pattern for 20 minutes, just flying in a circle, then then kept going south, and and he did another loop, and then they reckon the final resting place, they've got the coordinates of where they reckon the plane is right now. Right? Now, that was a great, that was a really good, because um, it's, been, it's been eight years, you know, since yeah. that happened, right? And so that was really good. They brought a woman in who, um, her husband was on the flight. He's, he died, of course, so we'll, we'll, don't know where he is, whatever. And she's remarried, and the kids are growing up. Pretty sure so he's not going to end up on an island. Well, okay, exactly just, right. No, just okay. so you know, folks. exactly right. But um, it was it was uh, interesting, sort of from that perspective. But here's one thing that shocked me, and they kind of Peter Peter Stefanovic mentioned it just in passing. There's a guy that I know from News Limited who worked for the Australian named Ian Higgins, E A N Higgins, and I remember seeing him in the hallways there and saying good day to him. Blah, blah. He wrote a book about MH370 about three, four years ago. Great book. I've got it. I've read it. But they mentioned in passing that he has gone missing. Don't know where he is. The author of this book has you just what, disappeared now? off the face of the earth. And and it's uh, uh, they it was one sentence, and I think they dedicated the show to him. And I've been trying to find information about it, but the only thing we know is that he's just disappeared. No one knows where he is. Presumed dead. And this is the author of this amazing MH370 book. So he's basically done what he wrote about in the book that happened to the plane. He's just disappeared. Remarkable. Ian Higgins. Look it up. Disappeared. Don't know where he is. And friends and How relatives are thinking, where is he? We're presuming he's dead. We don't know what he, where he went, what he's doing. I'd be he the, I, look, I don't know how I'd ever disappear. On my own account. Look, on my own choice. I'd be... I have to log into something. But it's the ultimate irony. This bloke who wrote a book about a plane that disappears, disappears. Are we trying to assume that it's a conspiracy? I don't know, mate. I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought it was really strange that this isn't a bigger story. Where is this bloke? How is it not a bigger story? I don't know. I try to find stuff online. It's just like... He's not one of these people that, you know, goes to a shack in the middle of nowhere and writes books? I don't think so. Just no... It's just... It's like he's disappeared off the face of the earth. So that was really strange, yeah. And when when they when he said, I went, "Can say what?" And I immediately googled it, and there was the same sort of story on all these other little tryhard sites talking about it. No major like the nine news or nine or in no other major news outlets covered it, but it's out there. Yeah. So that's sad. That's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 weird. But yeah, wow. no, that, that's a good show, worth watching. The uh, MH370. I um, okay. It's been a while since that went down, and it was a really, really good refresher too of the the pilot and what his potential motives were and all of that. Do you remember how he was well, sort of, he had a full setup of the? You know how you like your flight sim. He had the proper full setup. Yeah. That he apparently they found on his computer. He practiced a flight to the Southern Ocean. He yeah. practiced it, and he had like political ties. Think yourself. Why do you need to practice that, by the way? I don't know. Just point. Just to, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He he obviously had uh, thoughts of doing it, and they found evidence on his computer that he'd actually done that. But 
he's um yeah he had like political connections and stuff as well. There was like a, something that happened yeah, just yeah, beforehand. Yeah. He wanted to make a statement and uh, yeah, well, the, so. apparently because <clears throat> I was watching a Sky News clip of Pete Stevanovic talking to I don't know who it was another Sky News host. Yeah, and I think it was Pete that said Tony Abbott had told him that back in the day when it was all happening, the Prime Minister over there had said yeah. it was. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was massive cover up, massive murder suicide. Yeah, but he didn't want to admit that. Didn't want to admit that. Yeah, because I think from the Malaysian government's point of view, it really sort of it makes them look bad. Like yeah. it's 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 shameful. I don't think it does, oh, but I think well, that in that you know, in that culture it does. But, but exactly, and when it happened too, like the times when they were saying in this show, the times when they needed to consider what had actually happened. Like they were looking in the in the South China Sea for the plane, mm. apparently because we're supposed to be going to Beijing. So they were for that first few days they were looking in the wrong place. So they were they were totally the opposite direction where, and they knew they suspected there was something doing, and they thought, well, let's just play it out, just give make people think we're doing something, but it, they kind of knew that he'd he pissed off the other way. So it's a whole thing. Just mate. imagine you got you got a family on that plane. Yeah, because you're not going to let that. What the this hell is the thing, are you going to do? Ne- it, you know. Yeah, it's hard enough to lose no someone in a flood all. or wherever oh, it is, but just, yeah, to lose someone and not know exactly <clears> right. Because unfortunately, yeah. you'll have all these you know conspiracy nuts in your head going. Maybe they are somewhere. Maybe yeah. they landed on an island. Oh. We're going to rescue them. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're, no, they're they're not. They've all yeah. they've all they've all passed, mate. Bottom of the sea. Yeah, and it's like a hundred thousand kilometers off Perth. In, in an area that one that was on this show, the Peter Stephanovich's latest show, they're in an area that is like an under undersea mountain range. It's a really rocky, rocky area under the ocean. So he, oh. he, that's what he described it like an underwater ocean mountain range. So you can just imagine trying to find it in there. So it's um, and this bloke, this expert that was uh, based in Perth, he's like a oceanographer expert and. They they said that they ignored what he had to say years ago. They they his his theories are sort of starting to ring true now, and Peter Stefanovic sort of put it on the bloke saying, "Listen, don't you reckon you should have listened to this bloke back then?" He goes, "Well, I wasn't working here then, but maybe we, we should have listened to what he had to yeah. say." Did yeah, a piece really of the good. plane turn up in Africa? Yeah, yeah, well, in yeah. Mauritius, so yeah. in, on uh, in uh, West Afri- East Africa, so yeah. just off Mauritius. Yeah, so there's debris there. So we know. Yeah, so we know that the plane's crashed. Obviously, there's All no right. no, well, there has no been more debris thinking, though. Yeah, it all happened eight years ago. We don't know what what's going on. That's a big area. It's a big ocean out there, and debris is only could be you know size of this room in an ocean that's the, that's you know ten million square square miles. It's like it's less than a needle in a haystack. It's 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 minuscule. It's a Grain of sand on a beach that you're looking for. Oh, I've, got, I've still got flash news. I might, I'll look it up on there. Yeah, yeah get, it'll uh, it'll it's, there, it's really it? good. No, it's worth. Uh, it's a good refresher of what happened, and also this all this new stuff, and whether the uh, the government or the Malaysian government actually has to pull the trigger to search for the plane again. Australia can't just say, "Oh, well, let's go to look for it." The Malaysian government apparently has to approve that the search for it oh. the, for them to authorize the search. Well, who's, no one's going to pay for it. Yeah, I was we're not say. just going to pay for it just on our own. <coughs> the Malaysian government has to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, right. So unless some some bloke like the bloke who found the Titanic might just think, I'm just going to stuff it. I'm just going to go out there and have a look for myself. Unless you've got those sort of resources, it's going to have to be like a government level decision to go find it. After all this time. Wow. Yeah. No, worth a look. That show. It's good. All right. Well, good luck in there and in, in that search. I don't. It'll be. A, is it a movie already? 
Nothing it couldn't be because I don't really know well, how it is. What I, my I think you know that show Manifest on Channel yeah, Nine. Yeah, you think it's based on. I that. think that's based on the idea of what about if this plane just landed again? Yeah, and that's what Manifest. Have you watched Manifest? No, it's an old show. People think it's on Netflix. Oh, no, People think yeah, oh, it's brand new. It's been it out for years. Ago, yeah, and uh, it's about a plane that's been missing for five years and suddenly lands. So that's kind of someone, I reckon, who... And it came out of two years after whatever that happened right. with it. Someone said, imagine this plane just landed. What, no, what right. we do? Let's get right. That's a show, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back, uh, well, every night this week, basically. Back to you. <laughs> See, See you, mate. mate.